Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, raise a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. When Clark Kent, Jimmy Olsen, and Tumbleweed Jones found their Indian friend Comanche Joe dead from bullet wounds, all else was forgotten. Tumbleweed particularly was hard hit. For it was Comanche who had given him the parcel of ranch land on which he had discovered oil. But now the generous, lovable Indian was dead. Darkness has fallen and Kent, Jimmy, and Tumbleweed are eating a late supper at the ranch house. Not a word has been spoken. Suddenly Kent looks up and breaks the silence. You haven't eaten a thing, Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. Huh? Oh. Oh, Sorry, I didn't catch what you said, Mr. Kent. Hadn't you better eat something? A small piece of this beef, it's delicious. I got no stomach for eating. But you go right ahead. You and Jimmy pile in and help yourselves. I really think you should get some food inside you, Tumbleweed. I know exactly how you feel, oh, but... but you can't know, Mr. Kent. It'll be a long time before I forget how old Comanche looked laying there in that clump of sage. I never had nobody like Comanche, Mr. Kent. I came to him raw as a hide-off in a bull moose, and he took me and he did... Taught me all I know about roping, branding, and herding cattle. He didn't come no better than Comanche Joe. Nowhere. He was a swell guy, Tumbleweed. Nice of you to say that, Jim boy. Old Comanche had a soft spot in his heart for you. Mentioned it many a time. And you too, Mr. Kent. I liked him a lot. Incidentally, I wired Perry White and told him what happened. He and Comanche were old friends. He didn't have nothing but friends. Except them polecats that shot him. And if I gotta track them till the day I die, I'll make them pay for it. I've got a pretty fair idea where to start looking. What do you mean? I ain't talking about it till I'm sure. You might just as well, Tumbleweed, because both Jimmy and I are staying on until Comanche Joe's killers are brought to justice. You bet we are. I kinda half hoped you would. Makes it a mite easier when you've got friends pulling alongside you. I don't know where we'll put up, but I reckon we'll find a place. Oh, I don't quite get that, Tumbleweed. You've got enough room at the ranch here for ten guests. Well, this ain't my ranch no more, Mr. Kent. What? Not with old Comanche Joe dead. He gave it to me, but neither of us figured there was any call to draw up keepers. You heard what Abner Cheney said. There ain't no deed to this ranch. Nothing in black and white. Same as how it's mine. Oh, I know, but Comanche made you a gift to the land. I can't prove it, Mr. Kent. There wasn't no witnesses, except a herd of horses. Me and Comanche was sitting on the corral fence for Laverne when 
Yep, and said, Tumbleweed, I'm making you a gift of that there 30 acre piece of range over beyond the gut. That's all it is, Mr. No deeds, no papers, no nothing. Well, what happens to the ranch now? Who gets it? The Comanche tribe. Oh, is the old chief still alive, Comanche's father? Yeah. Spry as a yellow. Well, I'm sure if you went to him and told him his son gave you this ranch, he'd understand. Wouldn't do no good, Mr. Kent. The chief might think kindly about it, but the tribe's got the final say. And they ain't forgotten how white men treated them when this part of the country come to be settled. They ain't getting rid of no land if they can help it. Yeah, you see, Jimmy, there's a lesson in that. If the white man had treated the Indian as he should have, the feeling between them might have been entirely different. Oh, but Tumbleweed, you can't give up without a fight. It was Comanche Joe's intention that you have the ranch. It don't matter much, Mr. Kent. What does matter is making the ornery hombres what done Comanche in pay for it. That's all I care about. You said a while back that you had a pretty good idea of who was responsible. I wonder whether we're thinking about the same man. The way I figure it, Abner Cheney's hands ain't so clean. I think you're right, Tumbleweed. Cheney tried to force you to use his pipeline to get your oil to the refinery. The chances are he was responsible for having your tank truck shot full of bullet holes. When that didn't stop you, he somehow discovered that no formal bill of sale or deed existed on the transfer of this ranch from Comanche Joe to you. I didn't get that far in my figuring. Well, seems simple enough. And you reckon Cheney did Comanche in? Well, not Cheney himself, but some of his henchmen. You see, in order to make good his accusation that you borrowed money from his bank when you didn't own this ranch... He had to get Comanche Joe out of the way because Comanche would have scotched that fast. You follow me? Yeah. So they up and shot old Comanche so he couldn't set things straight. I don't think they killed him in cold blood, Tumbleweed. They probably figured on keeping him undercover for a few days, but he put up a fight and... Well, you know the rest. If that's how it sets, Mr. Kent, cold blood or no cold blood, I got a steel-tipped arrow for every hombre had a hand in it. I hear a car driving you. I'll take a look through the window. Who is it, Jimmy? men. They're coming toward the house. Who are they? I can't tell yet. Sleeping lizards. What's the matter? It's Cheney and, and Chuck Connor. Down, I'll fix them, I'm ready. No, 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 take it easy, Tumbleweed. Let's have a talk with them. Talking ain't going to get you no place. There's only one kind of palaver they understand. Ask them in. There's no harm done. All right. You say so, but I don't like it. Come in. Sorry to bother you, Tumbleweed. I thought I told you to stay off this ranch. Come in, Mr. Cheney. Close the door, Connors. I don't want any trouble with you, Tumbleweed. I'm just doing my duty as president of the Lost Valley Bank. And what duty is that ornery backbiting rattler doing? Chuck's been deputized to act in this matter. That's the truth, Tumbleweed. Here's my grade. <laughs> Deputy Sheriff Badgers don't care what kind of cayuses wear them, do they? Even got the sheriff working for you, Cheney. Well, you won't go into that. I expect you know why I'm here. Why are you here? My business is with Tumbleweed, Mr. Kent. Any business you got with me, Taney, can be talked out in the open. I got nothing to hide. As you wish. You owe the bank $15,000, Tumbleweed. I've come to collect it. I reckon you've come to the wrong place. Oh, not at all. The loan was made in accordance with your sworn statement that you owned this ranch. I find that statement untrue. And unless you're prepared to repay the loan at once... I'll have to ask Chuck Connors to arrest you for obtaining money on a false pretense. Reckon he's man enough? I got you covered, Tumble. We don't try nothing. Put that gun up, Connors. I'd much prefer that you didn't interfere, Mr. Kent. 
This matter doesn't concern you. On the contrary, it does very much. You know as well as I do that Comanche Joe gave Tumbleweed this ranch, but neglected to file a formal transfer of deed. All I know, Mr. Kent, is what I see in the county clerk's office. There is no record of change of ownership of this 30-acre parcel. And now that Comanche Joe is dead... You're ready to take advantage of the situation. My time is valuable. Have you the money, Tumbleweed? No, and if I did have it, you wouldn't see one red cent of it. Arrest him, Chuck. Here. Better come along quiet, Tumbleweed. What's come over you, Chuck? Got the dry heaves? Your hand's shaking. I have got a right to arrest you, Tumbleweed. I, I've been deputized. It'll take more than a badge to convince me of that. I demand that you arrest him, Connors. You're going to hoist your hand, Tumbleweed? Don't do it. He's yellow. Jimmy. <laughs> Smacking the bullseye, Jim boy. Yellow is a pumpkin. You realize, of course, that it's a crime to resist an officer? Tumbleweed isn't resisting. He's going along. You've gone plumb loco, Mr. Kent. No, I think Mr. Cheney has a perfect legal right to demand your arrest. Exactly. Mr. Kent, you know Comanche give me the ranch, free and clear. Yes, I do. But until such time as you can prove it, Mr. Cheney is entitled to protection. Well, how am I going to prove it with old Comanche stone dead, shot down by Cheney and his rattlers? What are you talking about? I reckon you know, but it don't bother you none. Polecat's got no feeling, just smell. I have no intention of listening to your insults. Are you coming along peaceably, or will we be forced to use other methods? You better go, Tumbleweed. You mean that, Mr. Kent? Yes, I'm afraid so. Well, all I got to say is the law's kind of twisted up if a hombre who ain't done nothing gets itself hauled off to jail. You won't be there long, Tumbleweed. That ain't the idea. It's going bothers me, but I reckon if you say I got to, I got to. All right, Chuck. Holster your gun before it gets you into trouble. I'm going peaceable. So long, Tumbleweed. Don't take it so hard, Jim. Old Tumbleweed won't be gone long, and when I get back, I'll, I'll mix you up a mess of fudge, the like of which you never tasted before. Okay, I'll be waiting. I'll see you in the morning, Tumbleweed. Hold on a minute. There's one thing I got to state before we pull stakes. I'm letting myself get arrested only because Mr. Kent here says it's the law. You savvy? If he didn't, no gun-toting, sway-back fitter'd get me to move. I think we've had enough big talk. That ain't big talk, Jamie. Just remember it. Well, so long, Jim. Keep your mouth watered up for that there fudge. So long, Tumbleweed. You first, Tumbleweed, and don't try nothing. Then your teeth I hear rattling, Chuck. So long, Jim. So long, Mr. Kent. Goodbye, Tumbleweed. See you in the morning. <laughs> Jimmy, what's the matter? I don't know. Everything seems to be going wrong. First Comanche Joe gets shot, and then poor Tumbleweed's arrested. Isn't there anything we can do? Well, I was going to pack you off to bed, but... Since you're so troubled, maybe you'd better ride along with me. Right. Where to? To the Comanche Indian Reservation. And we'll wait until they drive off. Your pony and the pinto I was riding are still saddled, aren't they? I think so, but what are you going to do with the reservation? Talk things over with Comanche Joe's father, the chief. Gosh, do you think he'll let Tumbleweed have the ranch? Well, that's one question I can't answer. All right, come along. They've gone. The horses are still saddled. Good. That'll save time. Check the saddle girths on your pony. They're tight. Okay, then let's go. There. Which way is the reservation? Due east. Just follow me. You all set? Yep. Okay. Go, boy. Get up, soldier. Get Heading for the Indian reservation, Clark Kent's plan is to convince the aged chief that Tumbleweed Jones has every right to the ranch given him by Comanche Joe. But it's not going to be so easy. In fact, both Kent and Jimmy are in for some unexpected excitement. So don't fail to be with us for the next episode. Tune in and listen with Superman.
don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. <laughs>